Hello, everybody. Drasco here from 10knorm.com, where my main mission is to normalize six-figure incomes as the minimum wage for heart-centered entrepreneurs. How do we do that? Well, through the 10K Norm coaching program and the accompanying podcast that you are listening to right now. Both are here to help guide heart-centered entrepreneurs that are unable to hit consistent 10K months, despite all the personal development work they've done to master their mind, master their offer, and master their sales, and normalize 10K months in six months or less. And on today's episode, we have a Real Talk segment where I bring in a heart-centered entrepreneur on their way towards their 10K norm, and we have some Real Talk about what's currently their biggest challenge towards their 10K norm. And in that, we're going to explore who they are, why they do what they do, and live on the call, I get to help them get out of their own way on a challenge that they're currently experiencing towards their 10K norm. And today's guest, we have Lena Thompson, uh, who is a health and wellness coach. And uh, her story is that she walked away from a corporate career as a business architect, simply because she was feeling passionless, she wasn't fulfilled, and embarked on a journey of entrepreneurship to pursue her true passion, which is health, which is wellness, and also to help others find their direction, freedom, and live a life of purpose. So Lena, thank you very much for being on the show. How are you doing today? Hi, Drasko. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing really well. That's great to hear. And yeah, thank you for uh, you know coming onto the show uh, across the pond. I know we have a little bit of a time difference. I appreciate that. Um, so I know I've kind of read a little bit of your uh, bio based off of the stuff that you submitted to me, but I'd love to know your story from your words. So why don't you clue uh, us in on exactly who you are, why you do what you do, and all that other good stuff? Sure. So uh, actually, I mean, I've just literally started a new kind of part of my journey just recently, probably after we, we've connected. But like just I've explained to you earlier, I have left my corporate career after about 15 years. Um, I was in IT. Uh, and I worked in some amazing companies that traveled the world. I built some complex systems, met amazing people. But it was just a gap with between my soul, I guess, and my desire for material possessions. It was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And finally, I've just decided to, to quit. <laughs> so when my contract ended and um, in, in London, I was working right next to Downing Street where the prime minister lives. We had the most incredible facilities. And I was like, no, done. <laughs> so when the contract ended, I walked out and I didn't know where the paycheck is going to come from. I knew I have two kids in the private schools. And I was like, I don't know, I'm going to figure this shit out. <laughs> Excuse the language. And I've actually started my first business, which is completely offline. Uh, it's a franchise I bought. But um, through that, because my passion has always been health and wellness, I got, in work, I got involved with network marketing company who are kind of like, pioneers of the future medicine um, and I fell in love with the products with the people and you know I mean I got in top in the ranks in network marketing but I wasn't making a living I literally I hated selling I the you know when somebody would ask me about the pricing or about information I would literally choke on my words I would be okay to give them like a massive description of all the benefits and talk to them about radiation and what happens to the health but the whole closing thing it was I was mortified and after doing it for about a year or so I built some great network great connections I had a burnout and it wasn't sustainable really for me 
And so one of the first thing I did, and I've canceled all the calls, all the networking meeting. I didn't know why I was doing it. It was like my body and my mind were not communicating anymore. I was just like just doing it. And um, at my last, my last, last, last Zoom call, <laughs> discovery call was with a lady where she actually told me about the spiritual tool called human design. And I don't know why, I've never heard of it before, but something about it, like, you know, because every single word carries a certain frequency and that frequency of human design, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to look into it. And I remember putting down the phone and I opened the website of human design and that was it. I was hooked completely. So the last, that was about, May, April, probably. So then, you know, then since then, I've been really even going deeper inside me. I've always been, well, for the last few years, I've worked a lot on myself and my mindset, but it was nothing like the last four months have been. It was like taking me to extremes, <laughs> really, of, you know, it's basically reprogramming all of my beliefs, um, all of my conditioning, retelling myself. I mean, all of these old stories and patterns I was running, and through that, I really started building this new, I guess, this new methodology um, that I wanted to offer now into the world. Because by looking in a human design, I don't know if you're familiar with it or not. Yeah. Oh, yeah so yeah. you know that you can truly connect to your soul purpose and to your life purpose. You begin to understand who you truly are, how to make decisions that are right for you. And I saw exactly why the burnout happens. And once I started looking at the planets and the energies in the planets, I just, you know, it was like I was like three year old again, because at that time I knew exactly what I wanted to be. I knew exactly what I'm here to do and exactly how to serve. And then all of these years, I went on a completely different tangent, you know, and that's when I realized why it didn't work for me network marketing, why other business opportunities failed, because I wasn't complete with misalignment with where I was meant to be. So that was really my journey. Awesome. So it's like this long, uh, winding journey of like, it just kind of sounds like self-discovery, right? Like I, I was in doing what I was supposed to do. That was disconnecting me from who I felt like I was like fundamentally when I let that go. Okay. It's exciting. And like, okay, I, I let that go, but now there's just void. And it seems like you just move through that void testing out this thing, testing out this thing to arrive at the human design. So, and I'm assuming now like that, that is what you want to make into like your full-time business, right? Like coaching through, um, you know, reading people's human design and kind of getting them aligned with what's in the readings. Is that accurate? Yeah, so it's just human design, but obviously while I was on this journey, I mean, I've invested in my mentors and coaches, spiritual business, all of that. So I've, I've developed kind of also my unique touch to it. So it's absolutely human design. I think it's the core, it's like foundation, because through that people can really begin to understand who they are. And I see a lot of like burnouts and I know it's very personal to me. I never thought ever I would burn out. I was the biggest action taker. I could never sit still. I was doing, doing, doing. And now I find like, you know, it's like a universe through this chains at you and say, slow down. And it's like dragging you back. And I can't take an action. Like, and all of a sudden I began to realize it's not about taking actions. You know, you don't need the energy for this. You need energy for taking aligned actions only. 
So it's all about really helping people to reconnect to their soul purpose because they're already connected. They just forgot, <laughs> you know, to find who they are, to find, help them to find direction and to teach them how to use their energy correctly because energy is a new currency, right? I mean, that's it because everything is energy. And once we get, we, we get our energy vitality strength back, I mean, <laughs> we have no limitations really. Uh, absolutely. I, I could not agree more. And I mean, while my journey certainly has been different and I have gotten human design readings uh, done before, like I understand the parallels. Uh, okay, like you, you drop something that wasn't working, which in my instance was a 10 year stint of building a brick and mortar weight loss center and then moving into doing, you know, marketing and automation for other people. And then realizing, no, like I, I wanted to get back into coaching and really helping evolve the human behind the entrepreneur. So I understand that kind of weaving path uh, quite a bit. So my question to you now is, you know, having gone through all that, having identified what really resonates with you in terms of what it is that you want to do, what do you feel like is standing in the way of your 10K mark? So first of all, I think it's the energy, you know, as I've mentioned, I don't like before, like I've got so many ideas as I could do. Now I'm like, I can take maybe one or two actions and then I just can't force my body to do anything else, you know? So it's more about finding the balance now between beingness and doingness. And another thing is because I think I'm still healing from all of the traumas of the past that. When it comes to selling, I'm like, first of all, I don't even know what to start with because human design is such a broad spectrum. You know, uh, there is a, I don't want to just be a reader. I want to really help people to reconnect with their soul. And I can see already the outline, some basics I can start offering, but I don't have the clarity. Um, I don't have the clarity in my methodology. I... Uh, and also I don't have the clarity of my pricing. So it's something I'm kind of feeling into. And now when I was driving here, I said, well, I can actually offer a course where I just do like a mini, um, I guess, mini soul alignment session for clients, you know, where I just look at the chart and I look specifically at the energies and the earth and the sun, because that will show me their life and the soul purpose. So maybe I can start with that. And then my mind goes, but who's going to buy that? <laughs> right. And I mean, uh, if waving, where will I even market it? Because yeah, I've got Instagram, I've got LinkedIn, but so far people haven't taken actions, you know? And it's like your mind just kicks in and I'm like, okay, back. What is my sacral? I'm a generator. So I'm like trying to connect to my sacral all the time. And it's just kind of like that whole process. It's the ego that gets in my way, I think, and fear. Absolutely, right? As it usually does, right? If we could get out of our own way, <laughs> so many things would be a lot clearer. And that's kind of the part that I would love to dive into a bit more. So you mentioned a, a bunch of different things here where it's like, you know, I, I'm full of ideas. I want to do things, nothing. It feels like a home run in terms of like, okay, this is where I'm perfectly aligned. Um, and I think in that there's just lack of clarity of, okay, I don't know exactly what the next step is because I don't hundred percent know what it is that I offer for people. Therefore, I don't know what it is that I need to price it at. Therefore, you know, it, it's not even the traumas of selling, but it's like, I don't even know what to sell, even if I was comfortable selling it. So before I go on, like, is that accurate as far as like a, where you're at right now? 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, and I'm actually doing like a course on energetic marketing, which is absolutely incredible. Um, and what I see from a lot of people, like they use the typical strategies I did in the past because I also did um, social media marketing coaching. And, um, we, you know, where you create a group and you run an ad and you invite people to the group and you run challenges. And when I started listening to that, I actually almost got sick. I'm like, there's no way so I want to do that. I know I want to work with people one-on-one. -on -one. That's my non-negotiable. You know, I know that. Um, but obviously for them to work one-on-one -on -one with me, they need to understand who I am and what I have to offer. So does it mean I need to run free masterclasses? And I'm like, I don't want to run free masterclasses, you know? I just have no desire. Um, and that's what, you know, I'm happily will offer them a mini reading for a fee or, you know, something like that tangible to move to the next level. But I can't really put the steps together. Got it. Okay. So then there's also an element of trust, right? It's specifically self-trust because it's like, if I have to go to the external, right? Like, you know, this person knows a method, this is how you end up being successful in it, but I'm disconnected from that. So I don't want to do that, but it's like, I'm still looking to the external for the answer instead of, okay, well, if I fully trust in myself, what might the answer be? Like, is that accurate? Exactly. It is self-trust, you know, and I know like you've done your human design. So, I mean, what are you, by the way? Uh, I know a gener uh, manifesting generator. Manifesting yeah. yeah. So, you know, like I've got a, I've got a very, a lot of openness in my chart. I've got an open heart, an open will center, which is the self-trust, you know, the self-worth, emotional center. Um, I mean, all of the centers that you really need for that manifestation, for that power, for the clarity, like my head and Ashna completely open. Um, my energies are very variable. So it depends like who I'm interacting with, you know, like with my mentor, because she's defined in the will sense and the ajna in the head. I'm like, yeah, I know what to do. But then we get up the call. I'm like, <laughs> it's like that again. It's like somebody deflates me. Okay. So that's interesting to describe. Cause I, I mean, I think I know what you mean there, but I'm not hundred percent sure. So like describe that piece to me, right? Like I have a mentor I'm working with them and then I feel like I'm clear with them, but then we get off the call and I deflate. So what, what do you mean by that? Uh, like not clear. I mean, you know, there's not like a strategy call, but it's basically I would get like energy from her because, you know, we all transmit energy, even though, you know, like on different parts of the world. Right. So um, in human design, you have energy centers. There are nine of them. Okay. If you have an open sense, it means your energy is very variable. So it's not consistent. And um, it will depend really who you're with and also the planets. So, for example, if you and I are talking now and you have a defined will center, while I don't, I might feel like really inspired. And I'm like, yeah, I feel really confident. But once we disconnect, tomorrow morning I will wake up and if there's nobody energizing you from that center, I may get start doubting myself again. And that's what I mean with her. Okay, and then so you are somebody who has that like open center, like that that, that is. I'm like completely, I'm like I'm pretty much open. Yeah, I've got like two colored centers. Yeah, so only okay. two centers, which is my workforce, my sacral, my generator, and also my G center, which is my identity, my self love, and a sense of direction. And you know, when I looked at human design and I saw myself, my sole purpose, and it's exactly tied to my G sense. It's all about the direction, connecting, answering the questions, who am I and why am I here? It's all in my definition. 
Got it. Okay. So in that instance, and you know, I'm not going to go down the road of like, like you're obviously the expert here as far as like human design is concerned. So I'm not going to go down that road, but I, I will, if you're okay with it, look at that in a different uh, light. Or, okay. So oftentimes, right? Like our core essence, our core strengths become our first distortions. So what I mean by that is, so let's just say if I look at myself, right? So one of my core strengths is like mental understanding, right? Like, I mean, the, the, the books behind me kind of, uh, you know, exemplify that. The problem that I ran into as I went through my entrepreneurial journey is I tried to solve everything with the strengths that I had. The problem with that comes down to is that there's limitations in that, you know, I can't outthink my feelings. Like feelings have to be felt, feelings have to be processed, feelings have to be healed. It's not going to happen by thinking about them. So why I bring that up is like your, your strengths could become your distortions is if you are aware of the part of your human design that is a certain way, it acts a certain in a certain disposition, okay? but it is not yielding you the results that you want, then we have to take a look at, okay, what is happening to potentially distort that when you don't have that external energy driving you forward? So before I go on, does that resonate in any way? Yeah, no, totally, totally, totally. Yeah, um, exactly. And that's why for me, and I know it's important to follow that feeling of joy, whatever lights you up, right? Because once you find whatever lights you up, you vibrate on a different frequency, you emanate, send out a different type of energy and you naturally magnetize. I get it. And I get it completely with my mind, with my logical mind. But then when it actually comes to finding it, I'm like, but I don't have clients. Like, I don't know where the money will come from, you know? And then you start self-sabotaging yourself. And then you kind of go and you sit down, you ground yourself, you meditate, maybe activate you get that back and then you look at the post or you look at the email sequence you send and you get no results again. I'm like, but again, you know what I mean? And then you get deflated again and it's just up and down all the time. Right. And that's exactly where I was uh, going to go next, which is understanding something is a different experience that, than knowing it. So what I mean by that is like things that I can show I actually know, but things that I can't show, I only understand. So the difference is like the embodiment piece, yeah. right? Yeah, I, we all know intellectually, yeah, if I'm in joy, then I'm in more flow, things come to me. That is the ultimate state, right? However, we gotta be honest with ourselves and look at, okay, well, how do I operate more often than not? On average, where's my momentum, right? Because right now what's been repeatedly coming up again and again is, okay, so lack of clarity, from that is a lack of self-trust. From that, you get confusion, which then distorts into doubt, which then distorts into fear, which then distorts into essentially stagnation and like, okay, so just nothing's happening and now I'm brooding. So again, before I continue, is that accurate in any way? Yeah, and I mean, fear has been massive, you know? I mean, fear has been, I've never experienced so much fear and I realize it's not real. But it's like some days I'm like, you know, like when your jaw hurts, your back hurts, everything. Yeah, Absolutely, so no, yeah. right? So I think it's because you know 
enough of the brain body connection, right? You see how now those energetics are manifesting in me physically, right? And I think from what I hear, you have enough of the tools in your toolbox to like, okay, maybe I don't fall into like that deep hole where, you know, I get fully depressed. I start to get sick, et cetera. Like it, it doesn't sound like that that's the route that uh, tends to operate more often than not. It's just, I'm kind of limboing in this middle stage of confusion, a lack of clarity. Therefore, there's no confidence to actually take a step forward into something that might materialize into clients, into offers, into sales, et cetera. So is that yeah. accurate? Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So it just, to me, it sounds like there's two components here that are missing, right? There is the inner game components. How do I manage myself? in a way that allows me to embody the best pieces of my human design so that I can be in a more flow-like state and not get dragged down by the doubt and the lack of clarity. And I think in your end, this is not even separate, but they're actually very much overlapped with the mechanical, like technical objective lack of knowing of like, okay, what is my true business here right am i running a course i know i want to work with people one-on-one -on -one. what is it that i actually offer them, right so like who are my soulmate clients right how can i matter to them the most how can i be irresistible to them and how do i get comfortable selling with them right it's like the there's the kind of 3d component and then there's the like inner you know whatever like 4d component so before i go on like does that resonate in it yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I know who my soul clients are, right? I mean, they already exist in my energy fields. I know that they're already there. And it's like, it's me, you know, it's people who are like me, very similar, really, you know, so I kind of get it. It's just what I don't understand is the message to put in front of them to activate them. Right. So, and that's one, because again, like, uh, you know, I'm very particular with regards to the words that people use, because I, I think words kind of code the reality that, that we experience, right? So I know my soulmate clients. I can feel them energetically. Okay, cool. I, I, I fully believe you, right? But is that being installed and translated into a 3D reality that you can see, feel, and touch, right? Because then I would also put that into, I, I understand this. I have an idea of it, but do I really know it in an embodied sense? Because if you knew it in an embodied sense, then you could tell me right now, with full clarity, like this is my soulmate client, mm. right? So does that resonate? Yeah, oh, that totally resonates, yeah. Okay, perfect. So, you know, in that instance, it's like clear with regards to, okay, these are kind of the big picture elements that are standing in my way. What I'm curious now is if you were to zoom out and explore that on a different level, right? How are these things affecting you day to day? Well, it's the fear. <laughs> it's always the fear. Like, you know, I'm, I, it's like, what happens if I will never get clarity and I never know the house? Um, even though <laughs> I know I don't need to know the house. I, once again, I get it. Uh, you know, where is the money going to come from? Because it's been nearly two years since I quit my corporates and um, I still want to keep my kids in private schools. So, I mean, they, all the savings, everything is running out slowly. I'm not replenishing them. Um, 
yeah and then just like what i start with you know what offer do i start that is most aligned with me and therefore with my soul clients got it so that is very much about the inner dialogue that i would argue is actually perpetuating this right it's mm-hmm. what if the worst case scenario happens okay what if i can't keep my kids in private school what if nothing ever changes where's the money going to come from right those are your default thoughts when looking at where am i right now and how is it affecting do you think thoughts like that are going to serve you to get into states of flow and clarity Of course not. Of course not. I get it. You know, I get it. Yeah. Right. So it comes back to again, right? How do I manage? How do I embody that higher bit, right? That that is like a very clear pattern that's going at that, that that's occurring, right? So if you were to go a layer beyond that, because that that's the initial fear that comes up, what is behind that, right? Like if if you look at behind it what are you really truly afraid of of running out of money okay and if you ran out of money what would that be well i mean i wouldn't pay the bills uh I, yeah i will i will just be like i don't know <laughs> that's i just wouldn't be able to pay the bills i would die of embarrassment okay so yeah so what would it mean about you uh that's Clearly, I wasn't cut out for this, so I failed. Okay, so deep sense of failure, right? Imposter syndrome, I wasn't actually cut out for this. Essentially, I'm not good enough, right? And it's various iterations. Oh, every single fear I have that I'm going to bring into the surface, it's always I'm not good enough. Every single freaking fear, (laughs) I'm not good enough. Okay, so it's like that is the, the permeation that's happening across the board, right? Because that hijacks the clarity that hijacks the offer that hijacks the understanding of my perfect client it hijacks how i think and act every single day like everything it's a high level fear it's a high level right and from there everything else yeah got it so if you don't solve that what's going to happen if i don't solve what that fear if you don't transcend the fear what's going to miracle <laughs> praying for a miracle i don't know <laughs> i'm okay. just gonna have to spend more time just literally like just i don't know i would say like this program i'm doing but it's once again it's an external thing even though most of it is all about internal work it's about alignments um just spend more time on me i don't know what i'm gonna do it's not an option <laughs> so not what, what's what's not an option for me to sink that dip that i fail I mean, I've got enough money for another four or five months and I just like have to work it, have to make it work. It's just like, that's it. Okay, got it. And the work that you've been doing so far, right? What results has that yielded to move you forward? Well, the thing is, the work I've been doing so far since leaving my job, it's been mostly network marketing. And I've already established the reason why it didn't work is because it's not my purpose in life. Um, so, and I only established it really recently. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, you hear about these coaches who've been trying to get the business running for a year, for two. I mean, I originally just started working on my own methodology 
only two months ago. So I'm still in my infancy stages and I've created a program. I thought I did not fun, not the final thing, but I was halfway through it and I had already people testing it for free. And I was in so much fear. I was in so much discomfort, so much doubt. I couldn't carry on with the modules and I could not understand why, because all it was human design and coaching, social media marketing. And I enjoyed both of them. And I couldn't understand why I was in so much discomfort, why I couldn't take the next action. And it occurred to me two days ago that it was still an escapism because my, my purpose is not to teach social media marketing. I was just trying to come up with it so I can teach people something tangible because I'm a computer programmer. I used to be. I need to do things. So therefore, people need to do things. And I don't have skills just to teach people how to be. It's like, who am I to teach them? And once right. I realized that, I was like, shits i'm escaping again <laughs> so because i'm not good enough to teach what is in my true essence yeah. because that's what's blocking my true essence then i gotta piggyback off of this other thing that i don't really want to do to justify people actually giving me money yeah exactly right. so i had to scrap it all off and go back to the drawing board except I'm drawing blanks on my drawing board and I'm like, I'm not pushing it. I'm like, I've just got messages coming through to me and whenever they do, then it's the right time to share them. Got it. So if you couldn't think the thought, I'm not good enough, who or what would you be? I'm good enough. <laughs> and how would that show up day to day? I would definitely have more energy to really put more thoughts into what I'm doing. You know, um, I think also, I mean, almost like I know it sounds external, but I might actually have like some people reaching out to me. The thing is, I also think I find it so difficult is because as a generator, I know I'm, I'm designed to respond, to respond to something. And currently, I don't know what I'm responding. There's nothing for me in business sense to respond to. I mean, there was a speaking opportunity. I responded to that. It was incredible. Um, you reached out to me, I responded to that, you know, and having, having a chat, but like with this offer, I feel like I'm always initiating and that's why I just feel, I'm feel draining, feel drained. I can totally see that because my question was, if you couldn't think the thought that you weren't good enough, right? What would you be? Who would you be? Your answer was essentially, well, I, I just wouldn't be drained. I would like, be like your, your answer was essentially, well, I, I just wouldn't be drained. Like I'd have more energy to yeah. like do, do some stuff. Is that really a deeply inspired answer? No. Is that more what? of a surface but, level? Answer? Yeah. I think I'd have more confidence to lean back and wait for university to grant me what's mine. <laughs> okay. So if I couldn't think the thought I wasn't good enough, I would relegate the power that I have to create the reality that I want and just sit back and wait for the universe to give me the answer. Okay. That, that, does that sound empowered or does that sound hopeful that it's going to drop into your lap? Uh, it's both, you know, I would definitely have more, more confidence just to trust because I've seen what's what what happens when I literally let go and I trust I've manifested some mind-blowing things happen in my life when I just let go the attachment um, and I'm not just saying I would sit and do nothing I would take actions but I would feel more like 
I would probably feel more of aligned actions than just any actions. I would intuitively know what is the right next step. You know, right. I think it will just open up energy to hold more. And it's going to be very hard to know what the aligned next step is when I have to like pull any inspired vision out of you, right? And hmm. like, do you get that sense or, or is it only like, let me just confirm that. Let's just, yeah, just um, elaborate on that a bit. So, right, like these prompts started as I'm not good enough. And that's kind of seeping into all of these aspects that we talked about before, lack of self-trust, lack of clarity, lack of offer, et cetera. When I prompted you to consider the reality that you couldn't even think the thought I wasn't good enough. So I was, it was in my purest essence, I was good enough for everything that I wanted, right? First iteration, we got a very superficial answer. I just have more energy. Like, okay. So like the, the, the biggest hurdle in your life was removed all you would do is you would have a little bit more energy, right? I, I, I don't buy that that is the, the fullest, deepest answer that, that you could provide, right? We got clear through that. We started exploring a bit more. Okay, well, I would be more confident to just lay back and let the universe provide the answer for me. When I know this is not your first rodeo, you know that the universe only meets you halfway, right? So if my highest possible bit where I don't doubt that I'm good enough to do what I know so I need to do is I'm just going to lay back and kind of wait for the answer. I, I agree with you. Part of that would be true, but I don't feel the intentionality of like the fullest embodiment of the power that you can truly provide to people with the skill set that you have with the, the readings that you do do, right? And when I push it further, it's like there's so much resistance in the way of you owning the gift that you can give to the world that, that it's hard for you to even envision what it, life would be like if I actually truly just believed that I, I was good enough to have whatever it is that I wanted, right? So even before we can have the self-trust, there has to be a level of belief that like, hey, I'm actually deserving and worthy and I'm okay to have what it is that I want, right? So A, is that clarified? And B, how does that land for you? Yeah, no, it's clarified and you're right. I don't probably know what it's going to feel like. I have no idea. Well, I, I would say you don't know it right now, but I think definitely you are at the precipice to move towards that uh, and, and begin to discover it. And I think a lot of the fear, right? It's kind of like that um, Marianne Williamson quote, like it, like our biggest fear is our power. Like I'm butchering the quote, but like our biggest fear is our but power. I know the quote that you, yeah. 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 Like it, it's like, that's a sentiment that I'm getting. Like the, the, there's a part of you that so deeply believes in the unworthiness that it's right now blocking what anything else could look like. And by no means a judgment, I've been there more times than I want to believe. No, it's, it's a great insight, absolutely. But, but that's kind of what's coming out for me, right? So all the logistical bits of like offer, sales, avatar, my soulmate client, what's my program like? 
I think you can spin your wheels as much as you want to do those, but without combining it with the actual work to embody my greatness, not relegate to the external, whether it's coach, mentor, course, or even universe, right? Because again, it has to meet you halfway. So you, you got to take that first step, right? So that first step will look different for all of us. I'm not saying you got to take one step, but it's going to be your specific step. That to me, when I look at your situation from the outside in, encompasses the stuckness that, that you are in right now. So how does all of that land for you? Yeah, no, you unpacked it really well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, perfect. So, you know, obviously there's a lot there and we're, we're clearly not going to get through all of it in, uh, you know, a single podcast episode. Um, but do you feel like there's something left outstanding for you? Uh, with that, or is that uh, feeling complete? I, in, in what say you mean the, the lack of the self worth? Basically, that's the root of all of that. Is that what you're asking? What Correct. I and like yeah. basically the, the the reflection back, right? Like, well, it, it's it's the self worth, but it's also the block to even what what could life look like if that wasn't there in conjunction with all the other aspects of the logistics and the offer, et cetera. Like if I were to diagnose, you know, the, the, the map of where you are right now, where you need to go, that's what's standing out for me as like the, if these things were taken care of, you would begin to see momentum forward. So does that feel complete for you or do you feel like there's other elements? No, no, it feels complete. Through? Yeah, it feels complete. Okay, perfect. And as much as I would love to like, you know, dive into each and like solve it all uh, for you here, it's like, not really the uh we, we don't have that that kind of time etc yeah um so it feels complete for you uh you know the floor is yours to so just close it up of like okay for the people who do want to do their human design with you etc like what's the best way for them to find you online and all those reasons uh i'm on linkedin and also on instagram perfect and i mean i'll include the show like your, your links in, in the show notes uh is there a particular website or anything where like linkedin or, or instagram would be the best place yeah yeah linkedin or instagram would be the best okay perfect so we'll include all of those in the show notes um and uh yeah i think if you're feel like it's it's closed we can close it off here and uh we'll take it from there on the next one so is that okay with you yeah absolutely thank you very much not a problem at all. Thank you for volunteering and uh, for everybody else. We'll, uh, we'll see you on the next one.